What's up, brother, brother? What up, sir? Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, I can. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, people, welcome to an episode of My GBF with Mike Sparkles. It's been a long time since we've been here, but we're here. Uh, so yeah, it's been uh, it's been a minute. The people have been wondering where has Sparkles been. Also, yeah, people have been wondering where, where you been, bro. Where you been? You know, I've seen I, you in a minute. I, you know, I kind of went into a little bit of a hole, but I'm back now. Um, also, ladies and gentlemen, a lot of you people have been wondering and have been asking. I finally managed to get him. I got Mr. Chris Carter of the Change in the Thank studio. You. Finally, uh, <clears throat> people have been asking, like, well, when are you going to have, you had Mason on, when are you going to have Chris on? I was like, well, he's a busy man, you know, he's he's wrestling all the time, he's, you know, he's he don't fuck with us no more, he's big time. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of a big deal, get it right, but no, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, you're right, I have been busy, and you know, I told you I was going to do this like a while ago, so I'm glad we can finally like do it and you know, knock it out of the park. Yeah, yeah, man. I've been, I've been, I've been looking forward to it. Um, I'm actually because I still, have, I still have your, uh, your stablemates uh, recording. I'm actually going to release both y'all's kind of like at the same time. Um, so that's why I wanted to wait until you know to get you on here. But anyway, so first of all, if you guys have been paying attention to wrestling at all, Houston wrestling, Texas wrestling, pretty much any wrestling. Um, Chris Carter has been a part of the conversations. Just a little bit, just a little bit. So how how do you feel? You know, finally, you know, all your hard work, all your success is finally like paying off. People are like noticing. People are like, oh, I need to book this guy. Uh, it's a good feeling, man. Um, and it's really with anything you accomplish, you know, you feel good about, you know, working hard for and uh, just busting your ass to get where you want to get and you know I'm, I'm going to all these places and I'm just having a blast doing it I'm just loving the experiences and just all the stuff that I'm doing it's just crazy that it's happened so fast too because man I it's what a time to be a wrestler what a time to be a wrestling fan like it's it, it, stuff's crazy right now but man I'm, I'm just having a good time doing it well, that's good, man. Like I said, I've I've been watching you for a while now. Um, it you know it's, it's it's a lot of fun. I mean, and actually, we've I think what well, we've had. Uh, I know we had one match together. Maybe yeah, two. I, I, I think, think I think I think we've had two or three. Has it been two or three? Okay, I remember the first time we met, we actually had a. a a fatal four-way match. Um, yeah. In like a little midget ring in the middle of a bar, which was fun. Um, yeah, I think that was the first time I actually was like, who the fuck is, who's this guy? Yeah, I uh, I came out with, with uh, like a whole, I had a specialized entrance like I try to always have for special occasions. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that match was a lot of fun. Uh, especially it was the first time I think, was it your debut there or no? You know what? It might have been, yeah. That might have been my debut. I, I'm okay. pretty sure it was like a pay-per-view kind of thing. I'm sure it was like a... Yeah, yeah. I think it was too. And uh, <clears throat> I think that was actually the first time Mason got introduced into 
what is now known as the change. So that's a that's cool, man. That's right. That's right. He pushed uh, he pushed Erod off the top, and I I had to catch. Man, I, that was that scary. was kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, dude. I I literally caught this man by like the ankle and like tried to like cradle his head like like a like a mother coming to the rescue of her child. Like it was it was it, it would have been pretty bad, but my instincts kicked and I was like, oh shit. I was like, okay. I was like, because I guess when Mason pushed him, I was like, I don't know if I was just in a weird position or if I didn't expect him to like fall that way. And I was just like, oh shit. I was like, oh god, I need to catch this man. Um, yeah. He but was no, it's gonna die. Yeah, he was. Luckily, I saved him. Yes, you know, savior. One, exactly, savior, Mikey Sparkles. Um, but anyway, so let's start from the beginning. What what made you actually want to actually like become a wrestler? Like, actually try to give this a shot. Like, be like, hey, you know what? I'm seeing it. I, I've been a fan of it. You know, as a child, obviously, I'm gonna fucking do this. Um, man, uh, that's, that's a question I get asked a lot and I give the same answer and I will always give the same answer. Like, I guess the credit I could give is to my grandparents, uh, and such just wrestling was always in my life. Like it was always there and, uh, Mm. I just gravitated towards it and, uh, you know, I, I didn't know that I was going to gravitate to it as hard as I did, but I, for some reason, I just got drawn to it, and, you know, the first, I guess the first instance of when I saw wrestling was when The Undertaker made his, uh, made his entrance, and it just was, like, awe-inspiring, but, mm-hmm. like, I just, I just fell in love with it, and then I had friends as well that, uh, were into it as well, and, uh, then I just was, like, Hey, I have a trampoline. Why don't we just fuck around and see what happens? And mm-hmm. uh, I did a little fun in the yard, and then I got to a point where I knew uh, I wanted to be taken seriously in the business. And actually, uh, pursue this as a career. So I decided to, you know, go to Houston Premier Arena first. You know, PWF, and uh, then got my training there and it was just a lot of fun and you know you were there for Mm -hmm. majority of it and uh yeah it was just a lot of fun just to see where uh i came from to see where i am now it's just uh it's just crazy to me and i mean i believe everything happens for a reason and uh, i'm glad i made the right decisions to uh you know actually make this a reality and it's it's just a dream coming true. Yeah, that, that's awesome, man. Um, <clears throat> yeah, you, you know, uh, also, so when the P, so, you know, obviously it's Houston Premier Arena now, but before it was PWF, which I, I still think it's still PWF in a sense. Yeah. Um, so what, I guess, like, what, what, how did Chris Carter and PWF become, like, like a, a thing? When did you first, like, hear PWF or be like, or, or did you already have friends that were kind of already kind of, you know, in PWF or kind of making it, trying to make PWF a thing? Um, yeah. So it, it was a whole, uh, thing of, I guess, brand going to brand, going to brand. Like it, it was just a, no pun intended changing of the guard, uh, throughout the years of 
you know, what PWF became. And, uh, you know, there were times where it was uh, something different. And now, uh, whenever I got introduced to, you know, PWF and everything, uh, it was like in 2017, 18. Mm. And, uh, you know, 2018, we really uh, focused on delivering what we wanted to and, uh, you know, just uh, build our own federation. We got fans and such like that, and that was tons of fun. And then, you know, they made the move to legitimize it, and, you know, now it's pretty well respected. You know, history is any indication. I, I feel like Houston Premier Arena is on a hot streak right now with the success that they're doing. Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, P- PWF for sure is, you know, to watch it go from, you know, from what it was to what it is now is amazing, especially to even be part of that, kind of part of that evolution. It's really cool to be kind of part of that. Oh, did I lose you? Hello. Yeah, I can hear you. There okay, you I'm sorry. My my uh, phone like didn't shut off, but like you know, the screen turned off. So I guess my mic turned off. Oh Anyways. yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Um, sorry about that. Uh, but anyway, but yeah, it's it's nice to kind of kind of be part of that evolution and kind of watch it. Like you're growing as it grows, so it's really kind of cool to kind of see it go from like you know this 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 kind of like, you know, mound of like, okay, what do we do with this building? How do we make this, how do we make this, you know, being, you know, being taken seriously? How do we turn this into our dream? And then like kind of watch it go from like, you know, just the building to like now it hosts, I don't even know how many wrestling shows inside of it. Yeah, now. Like, it's crazy, bro. <laughs> pretty sure it was like 10 or 15, um, including, including our show as well, uh, Fearless Pro. Um, but it, it's amazing, and it pretty much got popping during quarantine. So I, I thought that was kind of cool too. Yeah, man, that was that was just a, I guess, just a chance that they yeah. took, and and you know I'm glad it paid off how it has. And then you know thinking about you know what, where's PWF gonna be. Uh, where is PWF gonna be uh, in a year? And yeah. it's just it's just crazy to think that you know I started with them and uh, just really uh, molded my craft and really honed in on what I need to be and who I need to become. And yeah, like you said, it's great to uh, be a part of it and. Uh, in a way, I think PWF and the Premier Arena has given me a lot of opportunities I would not expect mm-hmm. uh, to come. And it's just cool. It's just cool seeing that growth. It is. It, 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 you know, it's even cooler, like, watching people grow, too, because it's, you know, I've watched you grow. I've watched Mason grow. Um, I mean, hell, you know, I've grown myself. Uh, but it, it's just really cool that especially during the quarantine, 
you know, wrestling kind of almost died for a little bit. So yeah. people were itching. People were like, you know, it was like a, a drug addict. Like people were just like, I need to get back in the ring. I need to get, you know, back in front of a crowd. I mean, you know, even the bigger promotions, WWE, AEW, like everybody felt the loss of like being in front of a crowd and entertaining them. And it's really cool to watch PWF and the Premier Arena to not only like start, you know, pretty much get their momentum during a quarantine and during the pandemic, but like as we're coming out of the pandemic, like they're just, there's something to be taken seriously. So I think there's something, you know, there's something to be said about that. Yeah, man. It's really cool to be, you know, a part of that. Um, so my next question, um, so a lot of people compare you to Darby Allen. Um, how does that, how do you feel about that? I mean, obviously, you know, Darby Allen is an amazing performer. Um, but how does it feel to be like compared to him? Uh, man. It's a privilege, but mm. also I I I don't want to be known for being the second Darby Allen or the next Jeff Hardy. I want to be the first Chris Carter, and that's a cliche thing to say. And trust me, I think uh, like there's a lot of influence that I have from these superstars. You know, you could say Jeff Hardy or Darby Allen, hell Ricochet, Will Ospreay, just throwing a couple names in the hat, like. Mm. But I, I know that me and Darby are completely two different people. Mm-hmm. And we also, we have a similar, I guess the comparison is drawn from, I guess, our bumping and our selling. Because, mm-hmm. um, you know, we definitely don't wrestle the same. Right. But we not literally but figuratively kill ourselves. <laughs> like, yeah. you, you know it, you know, you know it. You've told me time and time again, like, take care of myself and all this stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, it's only because I want you to have a very long career, you know? Um, you know, j- just like me. I, there's certain things I don't do anymore in the ring. There's certain things I'm just like, look, I'm... I'm Deathmatch sounds fun and all, but uh, I got to work. You know, I got I got a forty hour work week ahead of me, and you know I want to I want to be able to like get up and not have to you know have a cane or anything like that. So yeah, I feel you. Um, I definitely have walked around with a cane, <laughs> and yeah. I mean right now I'm suffering from a little neck injury. My fault. But, yeah, so um, so what? So I did I did kind of see that on social media. So what exactly happened? Uh, okay. So I'm gonna just break simple as I can. Mm. Uh, just while discussing the match, I told my opponent that I was gonna bump uh, a certain way for a pedigree, okay. and uh, I I bet they didn't believe me. They, they didn't believe me. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, the match was on heavy metal. My opponent was Jay Sears. I don't know why I was trying to keep it a secret. It's not like it's his fault. Um, but, <laughs> so basically, you know, I get pulled off the top. I get a low blow and 
put into position, and then as he jumps for the pedigree, have you seen that clip of the dude that is like that goes vertical with the pedigree and spikes his head? Yes, yes. Uh, it was that, that yes. bump. It was that bump, but also kind of like uh, the clip of the wrestler. I forget names, but the wrestler in green in Japan where he mm. tried to pick the dude up for the power bomb, and then like he wouldn't get up, so he just dropped him on his head. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so uh-huh. it was kind of a mixture of both of those. It, was, it looked like a, like a 97 Tiger driver. It was very vicious and definitely put me away for the one, two, three. Wow. I was not kicking out, and it fucking hurt. Can I cuss on here? I'm sorry. Oh, God, yes, absolutely. <laughs> oh, absolutely. fuck yeah. Yes, yes. Cool. Please, I encourage it. As a matter of fact, if you have a drink or... Marijuana? I, I, no, I'm joking. Oh, jeez. Uh, hey. The, <laughs> the Antichrist is no to the devil's lettuce. <laughs> um, so, speaking of that, so... How, how did you... So, with your character, um, how would you describe Chris Carter? Um, he is a brash, arrogant cult leader. Um, okay. who believes that he is the Antichrist and shall be held as such. Um, I guess uh, I have like a rich air privilege vibe to me with my cockiness, I guess. How I... And uh, I don't know, there's, there's tons of layers to him, definitely. Um, uh, it's hard to, you know, be specific with uh, babyface or heel uh, mm-hmm. because it feels like I'm just me. I'm over as me. Right. Uh, because at the start of the match, the fans could be booing me, but by the end of the match, they're cheering me. And mm-hmm. some old heads might just say that you don't know how it worked, but, I mean, it's been working for me, and I'm just enjoying myself. Yeah, sometimes you got to go against the grain, you know, especially when you want to stand out. Yeah, um, yeah, and I think I've done a pretty good job at that. That's oh yeah, absolutely. That too, absolutely. It, it's been it's been really nice and really cool to like watch you grow as a performer, um, especially in such a short time too. You know, um, and, and and this was weird. Like I, I kind of do. You ever get like a sense, and and you have to go into detail about it, but like when you start getting more bookings, you start getting a little bit more hype. People start noticing you a little bit more. Do you ever, like, notice, or do you ever get that feeling of, like, people get kind of, like, jealous, or, you know, like, oh, you don't deserve it, you don't deserve that booking, or how'd you get that booking, or yada, yada, yada. Uh, man, I try not to focus on that too much. Mm. Um, you know, of course, there's always going to be people that, you know, are jealous of your successes, or you know, don't want you to really succeed. And, you know, you, honestly, those people are even more, uh, they, they put you over more than anybody else, really, because, you know, mm-hmm. they always talk about you, how you don't deserve this and you don't deserve that. And uh, I feel like I've, I've definitely earned uh, what I've been receiving. And I think, uh, my, if anything, my work proves it. Um, and also, I've just been trying to be, uh, not only an outstanding performer, but also an outstanding professional. Like, mm-hmm. there's been times where I've double booked myself and have felt so bad that I that I couldn't make a booking, or you know, I I I'm trying to treat the business correctly and show my respects to 
you know, any any vets or, you know, anything like that. I don't want to, you know, come off as my character. Like, you know, it's a gimmick and I know where the line's drawn. Right. And I hope that's not how people perceive me. Uh, right. I just, you know, I, I know there's going to be haters, but the haters just ain't us. That's fine. <laughs> and you just got to, if, if, if somebody doesn't believe in you, you have to make them believe or um, just keep doing you because you're the one that has your back at the end of the day. Exactly. Exactly. Well said, sir. Um, so, uh, second to last question. So, being a professional wrestler, uh, you know, sometimes you're traveling all the time. Um, you know, just whatever. You're trying to, get, trying to get over, trying to get as many business as possible. So, um, it's always important to have a good support system. So, who do you have as, as your support system that has your back? Uh great friends um amazing people uh in my life that i'm fortunate to have you know i have my brothers and my my sister and my my family and uh you know everybody behind me and believes in me and you know uh i have no uh you know i guess relationship mm. so ladies uh, I'm available. Not really. I don't have time for any of you. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, I just uh, I got a lot of people backing Chris Carter and um, it's good to have that now because at Absolutely. one point at one point, like there was nobody like I right. mean a year ago. Think about it. A year ago, nobody was booking me. But now now everybody and their mama's booking me, you know. So exactly. So I'm just exactly. trying to. I'm just trying to, you know, keep on working, keep on grinding. Hell, this is my shoot job, honestly. So I'm just trying to make as much money as I can to, you know, be, you know, content with my placement life. There you go. And, you know, it's it's a blessing when you know once you're, once you're getting booked so much that you know you you could, you know, a lot of wrestlers nowadays are hell nowadays just most of us have jobs that we work, you know, we, we're lucky if we're, you know, able to work on the weekend wrestling and stuff like that. But most of us have like nine to five jobs or some type of, you know, shoot job that we have to go that helps fund our dreams of becoming professional wrestlers. So, but it's really nice to finally get to that point of like, you know what, I can take hmm, five bookings this month and I'll have enough to pay my rent or whatever bills or you know just just be able to live off of which is nice it's nice that your dreams can finally you know fund your life hey i mean hey there it's getting there i, I never <laughs> said it is but it's getting there i'm trying Look, i'm just speaking into into the future buddy yes, i'm speaking I it for appreciate you that. i would definitely <laughs> need you to <laughs> um but yeah man um other than that when is your next uh when's your next appearance gonna be and where uh, I believe what is eight? today oh. is the eighth. Okay, I believe uh, the eleventh. I have heavy metal. Mm. Um, I am teaming up with a mystery opponent against Ruben Steele and Casanova Valentine uh, at the Roland Oaks Mall. And then on Saturday, I have um, Lucha Combat at the Houston Premier Arena. Uh, nice. I'm facing Jason Knight. I believe for. 
a championship. And so hopefully, hopefully I can uh, bring one home to the promised land. Well, you know, uh, I wouldn't be a, I wouldn't be a fair promoter if I if I didn't root for my for my own guy. Uh, but I do hope you and Jason Knight have a phenomenal match. Oh, um, we we will. You already know we will. I mean, I do I do have a little love loss with Jason though because he uh, oh. decided to cheat and you know make me tap out. He low blowed me. Why is everybody aiming? Why is it? Stop going for my nuts, guys. Please. <laughs> I want to eventually maybe have kids. Maybe have haven't, kids. Haven't, haven't decided yet, but, you know, <laughs> I don't want the uh, opportunity to be, you know, taken away from me. <laughs> exactly. Well, you know, like I said, uh, pr- promoter-wise, I definitely support Jason. Um, as far as, you know, me as Mikey Sparkles wrestler uh me and jason we got a little bit of heat oh so and only because he came for my tag team partner he is the reason that my tag team partner is on the shelf right now but that's okay that's okay shaking my head you know that's okay we're you know house of sparkles will come together we will reconvene We'll come up with a game plan. Wasn't and... I going to be a part of the Sparkle uh, section? I don't know what you know, you, you, <laughs> you know, we it, it's gone from the Sparkle sections. It's gone to the to the to the boy band. Remember, we like yeah. At yeah. some point, it was supposed to be me, you, Soko. Um, gosh, I can't. We had a fourth member. I just can't remember who the guy was. Um, I think it was, it was between Justin Tyler and possibly Maniac, but I feel like Maniac was going to like be kind of you know kind of hard to like sway over to our side um, oh he wants to be a part of the change so I think oh, does uh, oh wow that I think would be Mike, cool I, I think Mikey Sparkles and uh, and Chris Carter and Maniac can be the uh, I can't come up with a name but uh, we can uh, <laughs> definitely we'll, the we'll strange ones we'll, the strange ones the the each the uh a strange, a strange oh, one. A strange. Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. How about um? Ooh. I know it's hard to come up with a good name. Yeah, huh? it is. It de- <laughs> I wanted to use like delicacy, <laughs> something, the something. The the, ooh, the delicate devils. Mm. The delicate devils. Wow. It sounds real real soft, but also like real like like you go I don't know. in the motherfucking paint. Right, but we also <laughs> wash our delegates. <laughs> yes. No, we wash our hands because COVID season. Oh yeah, that's true. That's true. Yes. COVID, COVID's still a thing. COVID's still a thing, yeah. people. Yeah. Um but yeah, well hell, that's awesome. Uh some great upcoming shows. Um so ladies and gentlemen, if you guys are Near the and, and I'm pretty sure the combat one that's supposed to be like a first time at the Houston Premier Arena, like a boxing and wrestling. Yeah, kind yeah, of mix. yeah. It's gonna but be that's... crazy. It's gonna be a big party. I'm kind of interested. I, I kind of want to go, but unfortunately, I have a booking that night. Hey, that's so... not unfortunate, brother. Well, you know, but I want to, you know, be there and support the guys, and I, I really want to see that event, like boxing. Where's and your wrestling. Where's your show at? Why don't you plug yourself? This is your show, after all. 
Well, that's you know. I, this I isn't about little... me. This isn't about me anymore. <laughs> this is this is all you. <laughs> you know, I try to be a little modest, but yeah, your boys got a booking. That. Your boys got a booking. Mikey Mikey Sparkles will be actually. <clears throat> let me do this right. Prince Petty Mikey Sparkles will be making his home return to where it all started, where I originally got trained, where I originally started wrestling at USWX. Ooh, what? I've been there. <laughs> so I'm I'm excited. It, it's kind of like a homecoming slash, like, you know, who are these new kids? You know, who are these new kids? You know, who are they? Like, I gotta I gotta make sure I gotta come and reclaim my territory. I gotta come because I'm also representing, you know, one half of the Fearless Pro Tag Team Champions. Uh, hey, I hope you don't. Uh, I hope you don't just just. Steer clear of Marthe Silencioso and Mason Malice for me. Okay, so I'll, I'll I don't be there, but my my changelings will. I ain't trying to go near, nowhere near those guys. Like, <laughs> look, so last time, bulldog. Look again. I I'm trying to have a long, nice wrestling career. Real nice, real delicate. Just come out there, have a good time, prance around, get a few wins, and walk my sexy ass back to the back without a limp. That's yeah. what I'm trying to do. So I'm gonna avoid your changelings. I'm gonna avoid all of them. At just I, I'm not even like they're like, hey, Sparkles, you're you're booked against, you know, Malice, and and I'm like, no, I can't. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, sir. I will uh, sit in the crowd. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you yeah. so much. <laughs> I'll su- I'll support from the front row. Um, but yeah, it's exciting. I'm glad you have bookings. I have a booking. Hopefully, more bookings for both of us to come. Um, also want to give a shout out. It is Pride Month, so happy Pride to everybody. Yes. Whoop, whoop, better work, Queen. Um, <clears throat> but other than that, Mr. Chris Carter, thank you finally for coming on. Thank you for, uh, you know, letting us get a behind, behind the scenes kind of reveal of, you know, Chris Carter and what makes him, in my opinion, the next best thing. Oh, thank you for having me. It means a lot. I'm glad I can uh, quote-unquote grace you with my presence. Yes, well, thank but you. Thank the, you. We, the pleasure is all mine. Well, thank you, sir. We we love having you. Please come back. And maybe even, you know what? Because I can like record up to like five people on this thing. Maybe I'll have the entire change on like like a special, like, you know, stable kind of like segment or something. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, we could definitely do some uh, kayfabe, uh, <laughs> kayfabe sermon. Let's do a sermon on the Sparkle Show. That sounds like, uh, you know what? Preach. I feel That's like, all I gotta say. I, yeah, I feel like uh, we're gonna start something that we won't be able to control later on. That's okay. You know what? <laughs> that, that's that's the beauty of the show. Like, yep. like. Yep. I created That's this the show. To change, brother. Ex- you know exactly. Change the 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 House of Sparkles. Like, who knows? Maybe, maybe there'll be a time the House of Sparkles and the Change may like, you know, need to have each other's backs at some point. Yeah. You never know. I, I maybe like a a, a a ten men tag match. That would be fun. That would be one hell of a match. One big just clusterfuck. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Hey, what was your Here, spot again? Chaos. Wait, what am I doing? Who's, what guy am I with? I'm with that guy. Okay. 
Let me find them. Hey, what are we doing yeah. again? <laughs> well, I mean, I don't think, dude, Morte doesn't give a shit. He beats me up during our matches. <laughs> I would say this is kind of funny that he kind of uses you as a weapon sometimes. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty, I it's know pretty it. gnarly. Pretty uh, gnarly. Yeah. But, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining me on another episode of My GBF with Mikey Sparkles. Again, this has been Mikey Sparkles and Chris Carter of The Change. And, yeah, happy fucking pride, bitches. Woo! Woo! Laters. <laughs>